Welcome to Bible Over Brews, deep thoughts for men over time and text. I'm coming at you, Aaron Crew Juice Laverka, and I've got Gumby. Hola, happy new year. <laughs> happy new year. Tonight is the 100th episode, and we are going to be helping you understand what we are doing over this next year. Been a couple big announcements that we'll be going over, and uh, kind of just a celebration of the things that we've accomplished as a podcast. Mm, yep. <laughs> but 2016. That's right. Well, first off, we're going to be starting off with our beautiful Great Lakes Brewery. So, we'll be going over the Christmas ale. Do not open till Christmas. Whoever coined that phrase obviously hasn't tasted ale's fresh honey, cinnamon, and ginger flavors. It's an ABV of 7.5 and an IBU of 30. All right, let's go ahead and grab these. Here we go again. How lucky they are to be chosen to be our 100th episode. That's right. We have another uh, treat for later as well. Mm-hmm. There you go. And these lovely glasses, which were actually a gift from my daughter for Christmas. Ah, nice. Yeah. I'll be pouring these out. Nice body. It has that rich nutmeg look to it. I mean, look at that. It's this beautiful brown. It's like an amber, right? Oh, it's gorgeous. I mean, if we were on Jurassic Park, I'd be looking for a bug right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love it because there's not too much of a head either. No, it's so even. Mm-hmm. And the the nose. Mm. My Lord, there's that beautiful nutmeg cinnamon yep. overtone and those beautiful floral floral arrangements. Always one of my top favorite Christmas sales. That is just fantastic. Just, just whiffing off the top of it. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, man. That's good. Uh. That's that really is good. really good. I almost feel like there's a little more cinnamon this year than there was last year. Probably, and that's a good point because yeah. it does vary. Yeah, from batch to batch every year. Absolutely, it yeah, but they're definitely at least I I'm catching a little more of a cinnamon this year. Yeah, definitely get that nutmeg. Mm. Uh, nutmeg. Their recipes always heavy on nutmeg. Yeah, which is I enjoy. That's fantastic. But they never they never stray too far. No. It's you know, it it's always a Christmas ale. It's very consistent. Yep. Yeah. Great job, Great Lakes. Great job, Great Lakes. A little bit of history. So two Irish brothers with limited brewing experience. A city that shuttered its last production brewery in the late 80s. A neighborhood in serious need. Of a facelift. In 1986, when Patrick and Daniel Conway opened their fledgling operation in Cleveland's Ohio City neighborhood, the odds were stacked against them. Fortunately, they surrounded themselves with a staff of passionate, knowledgeable people and from the start committed themselves to bringing a sophisticated, diverse selection of craft beer to their home state. Two decades multiple awards, and a whole lot of stories later. Pat and Dan Conway celebrate over two decades of brewing exceptional beer for their adventurous and discerning customers. Incredible. Thank you, Mr. Conway and Mr. Conway. Mm -hmm. Which is always one of my favorite beers that they make. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that... It's not everybody's favorite, but I've always enjoyed their their Dort as well. Oh, yeah. I've always enjoyed their Dort. It's just, it's a very consistent, again, very consistent beer. Yeah, that's synonymous with Cleveland. <laughs> you know, it's just, that's, that's your good Cleveland beer. Absolutely. Yeah, lots of good history. Lots of beautiful beer. And their food is amazing. Oh, absolutely. Great fish. Back when I used to eat fish, I loved their fish. Yeah. It was fantastic. I had so. a peanut butter hamburger from them one time. Oh, man. That was the craziest thing, but it was so good. I have never heard of a peanut butter hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was like a flavored peanut butter flavored hamburger. Huh. I've been pleasantly surprised by their uh, their different food offerings. They have a really good 
um, like pasta dish. Mm. It's like a pesto. It's, it's really good. It's very, very pleasant. Yeah. yeah. Great Lakes, man. They got uh, the market share for sure. Hands they, down. O- they always have. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they uh, consi- were consistent all throughout the 90s as well. That's actually when uh, Dort set its records, the Dortmunder Lager. Um, if I go in here, it says uh, Dortmunder Lager sets the stage for success in the 1990s with its first gold medal at the Great American Beer Festival. Mm. Two years later, Christmas Ale debuted, this beautiful thing right here, as one of the first American spiced holiday ales and quickly becomes the stuff of local legend. Yeah. You know what's amazing about it is that with all, I mean, we've become such an industry over here for microbreweries. I think it's just reinforced Great Lakes is kind of like, I'm going to let you little guys come around. Yeah. Come around, Papa. Let me show you the way. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to show you how it's done, you know? So it, it's it's interesting to see that, how the market gets played out in that sense. Yeah. Because there are a lot of really great breweries, obviously. Hands um, down. But Great Lakes is not going anywhere. It's and just you know, not. No. It just it keeps expanding. I mean... Uh, over at the airport, which is kind of funny because the airport um, Great Lakes Brewery has a slightly different menu than the one downtown. Mm. It's very interesting. Uh, it's close, but there's a few differences. Yeah. Um, but still consistently good every time I've gone there. Yep. Yeah. Very good. So one of the things that people will notice if they go to our social media profiles is that we have debuted a brand new logo. And this logo (laughs) is purpose-built as a cheers homage. (laughs) Because that's what we really purport ourselves to be, as somebody to open up beautiful community conversations. Mm, And to help people open up their, their world to everybody else. And that's, that's what we aim to do on Bible Over Brews. That's why we are an interfaith podcast. So we can bring people together from their backgrounds and help other people understand where they're coming from. And what better way to do that than over a nice brew yep. in a nice, relaxed atmosphere. Yep, in a safe environment. Yeah. yeah. So if you go to our social media profiles, please do. You will uh, notice our brand new logo. And it's, yeah. uh, it's pretty cool, I think. So one of our big announcements is that Bible Over Brews is now splitting into three podcasts. And the reason for that is that there are things that we've been trying to get to for like two years mm. that are still on the list that we still haven't got to. And, and we do mean to go there. We will go there. Yeah. And this is going to help us get there. So Bible Overbrews Pop Proper, which is this podcast right here, we'll be handling three different topics. One of those, of course, is going to be what we always focused on, topicals, right? Where we explore different theological themes and we try to dig down deep into the Bible and theology, history, the effects that has on pop culture. That is going to be a bit more prominent now that we can explore those things by opening up more time. So, but on top of that, another beautiful thing we've done, which we're going to come back to later, is interviews. All right. So, we're still going to focus specifically on different uh, theological interviews and different people who explore those things of faith and miracles and reason. And we're going to be diving deeper into that now as well, because again, we're going to have more time. And the third one is going to be Skeptic's Brulette. And Skeptic's Brulette has become really popular with, with our, our listenership. And that's expanding. So we will be expanding <laughs> Skeptic's Brulette. We'll be going to different breweries and holding these at the breweries, provided the breweries will have us. <laughs> they will. And they've said they will. And by doing this, We'll be doing the the tastings blind and trying to figure out what beers we are sampling while we're at the breweries. We'll be able to highlight the local market 
and be able to talk to the industries, doing small brewery tours while we're there. So it's good. Skeptics Brew Let's going to open up a whole new idea that we'll be working on and diving deeper into. So these are the three things we'll be focusing on on Bible over brews proper. Oh to George. Oh to George. <laughs> I love that game with the beer is that we have to be blindfolded because it just coincides with the idea of being a skeptic, right? Blind? Yeah. Oh. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> And there's more to come on that as well that we'll discuss during those episodes. Yeah. Be- there's more coming in those episodes. So those are the three things that we'll be covering under Bible over Bruce. I'm kind of excited that yeah. because there's literally things that we've had on the agenda for over two years that we have not got to. Yeah. So we did get kind of, uh, I mean, I think everybody kind of got sidetracked by obviously what everything that the world's been in, but a lot uh, was political. I mean, the whole RNC, DNC just kind of shifted. Absolutely. Everything, you know, one way and, but it was a lot of fun. You had to roll with it. Absolutely. You know, but so yeah, some things got on the back burner, but it never left our burner. The fun part, the fun part about that, the fun part about that is that the RNC and the DNC are always in our top five when it comes to the mm. most popular episodes. Interesting. Which dives us into the next thing on our agenda. Master of Segway. <laughs> we will be opening up the second podcast, Bible Over Brews News. And Bible Over Brews News will be covering events and news geared specifically towards theological topics. Sure. And it won't just be towards any one denomination. So we'll be covering everything from Catholicism to Pentecostalism to fundamentalism and the effects that has on different worldwide events. Mm. So the next time we cover like an RNC, DNC, that will be covered under Bible Over Brews News. That will be the other podcast we'll be doing. There might be a little bit of satire involved, but the factual stuff will always be true. Yeah. So oh, it might oh. be a little bit of tongue-in-cheek, some fun stuff, a few oh, jokes here and there. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have that without talking about politicians. <laughs> right? <laughs> but that we will be covering. It's going to be a lot of fun, I think. Yeah, I think it's important, too, because we can't... Um... You can separate, you know, discussions about faith with politics for sure. And it should be done because it should be focused when it needs to be focused. But there are times, yeah. you know, where it's like, well, how does it affect both worlds? And we need to we need to uh, discuss that. So, yeah, absolutely. So that's gonna be a lot of fun. And Bible over Brews News will be its own podcast and it will be on the same uh, social network page as standard Bible over Bruce. So all three of these will be on the same pages no matter where you go. So you'll have three different podcast feeds on every single one of the, our social media feeds. That'll be the good thing. It'll be collectively in the same area, the same place. But in your podcast app or platform, you're going to have to look for Bible over Bruce news in order to get those segments. Mm, how about we get a politician on as a guest one time? That could happen. That could definitely happen. We do have one or two connections for that. Yeah, so. absolutely. In fact, what very few people know is I'm related to one of them. Really? Yeah. Do we want to know? Do you want to say who or no? <laughs> <laughs> I could say. I could say. We won't put My, you on the spot now. Uh, she's retired. She's retired. Okay. But, uh, but I have an aunt, um, and, and all I have to do is say this. I don't have to actually bring her name up, but anybody who lives in this city will already know this. So, Twinsburg, Ohio, if you look at the previous leadership in Twinsburg, Ohio, that's my aunt. So, so we do have a few connections that we can bring on to get some nice perspective, right? It would be fun to get people like this on the show. Yep. So, But we have a couple others that are even more local from right here in Cleveland that we have some... Uh, a little bit of connection to as well. Yeah. So, absolutely. Yeah. So, these are the things we'll be covering. That's exciting. <laughs> yeah. 
So Bible of Bruce News is going to be a lot of fun, and it will be, uh, I think, an adventure. Yeah, all by itself. It'd be nice if if uh, anyone out there listening emails us or somehow gets a hold of us about a topic they'd like for us to discuss. Absolutely, or go over. Yeah, or absolutely. they feel that it's relevant, you know, spiritually speaking, or from a religious point of view. Yeah. You know, I'm game for that. Yeah, and hats off to a few of our Facebook people in our group who are have been more active lately. Uh, Keith Wise, I'm looking at you. So we have uh, some people who have been more and more active inside of our social media profiles. So you may or may not get called out from episode to episode. <laughs> <laughs> and we will start playing some games here and there. We have in the past, um, voiceover Steve. I suggest you check out his podcast. You can find him on Tumblr. All right. He has a, a fun Tumblr page. Um, but he in the past has played along with some of these games, and he won a mug from us. So it was a Bible of a Bruise branded mug. And we'll be playing more of these games as it goes along in upcoming episodes. Nice. So, yeah, be a lot of fun. So we will be doing a third podcast as well. Gubby, mm. are you excited about this? Uh, yes, I am. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> oh, I know what it is. Yeah. Bible over brews reviews. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So that's going to be a platform in which we decide, and it'll change, it'll kind of toggle between either music or a movie that may be out or maybe something from the past. Who knows? That could be content relative to a spiritual discussion of some sort. Absolutely. Like the last one we did was, what's the name? Midnight Mass. Midnight Mass. I mean, that was just a lot of fun having to watch it. Yeah. And then dissecting it spiritually and going over all the uh, the elements and the writing. And so we thought that that would be a good platform for the future to go over different types of movies that may have some implications uh, that you really have to delve deep into yeah. to pull out the meaning. Yeah, absolutely. Plus, we want to cover up-and-coming artists as well. Yes, music too. Like Gumby. <laughs> For those who don't know, he is a professional musician. I do play. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, and I love to play jazz and blues and, yeah. So I used to perform at the church, at my church where I was at. Who and knows? He's good. That, that he could change, good. too. He's very, very good. Like, he's far deeper than your three-string bands. I'll, I'll put it to you that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I do love playing. So, yeah, we, we would also like to use that platform to feature artists myself or like anyone who yeah. just may need a platform absolutely yeah up and coming artists maybe even artists that have been playing for a long time but have never really been discovered right yeah, yeah so this yeah. is the chance for us to showcase these artists get them on air get them out in front of an audience and actually help them get discovered for the talent that they have and pick their brains yes why do they write what they write what inspired them where those <laughs> lyrics come from you know, I love that stuff, man. So, and just get to know them. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I'm excited about that. Yeah. That's really cool. It's going to be quite the adventure. And again, if you have any suggestions of anyone who's out locally or semi-locally yeah. around here, let us know. Yeah. So We'd love to feature them. Yep. Absolutely. So, we will be featuring Gumby. And, yeah, <laughs> and, and uh, uh, song suggestions and movie suggestions, too. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. I think the first one up for bid here <laughs> that we were thinking about is The Matrix, which we won't talk about tonight. We will not talk about that tonight. We're excited about talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that will be coming up on a future broadcast on Bible of a Bruise Reviews. And Maybe. again, if you're on our Facebook or Twitter or anything else, we will have links for those episodes coming up. It will all be under the Bible Over Brews social media labels. All three of them will be covered underneath our social media labels. Yep. So. It's incredible. 2022. <laughs> it's going to be a huge expansion for us. Isn't that weird saying that? 2022? Yeah, it's too many twos. I know. <laughs> yeah. Anything good all the way to the end? Oh, all the way to the end. Yep. Again, consistent. In fact, I would say... As it warms up, more flavors. Yeah. It's it's not only consistent, but the more it heats up, which is kind of fun holding it in my hand like uh -huh. this, because 
it slowly heats up more and more and brings out a much more robust flavor portfolio. I would agree. Some ale, Christmas ales in the past, I would mm. say that, you know, as you get down, they get really thin. Yeah. This does not get thin. At all. It, no. it keeps the body. Yeah. So. In fact, I would say the nutmeg comes out more as it warms up. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Again, great job, uh, Great Lakes. Hands down. You keep doing Beautiful. what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> so those are a few of the, the things we wanted to touch on. There'll be a lot of things we're covering out of those three podcasts. But by separating them, it's going to allow, because there's going to be different parts of Bible Over Brews, different co-hosts that will be responsible for doing more of the work on those three mm. podcasts. Mm-hmm. We've already signed those positions. You will find out more of who they are as it comes forward. But you're going to notice prominent voices in those different podcasts. Mm-hmm. So yep. it's going to be a lot of fun. A few of us will be very consistent, of course. But then outside of that, you will have a few people specializing in different areas of Bible over brews. Yep. <laughs> they need to be. Yeah. Because they're really good at it. <laughs> Those are the some of the big things we wanted to go over for the upcoming year. But we will be reflecting on a few things as well. To do that, we're going to enjoy another brew. It's time. Yep. So while Gumby grabs those, I am going to tell you our next brew. All right. (laughs) It's going to be Breckenridge Brewery Christmas Ale. So I'm going to take a gulp right now because I have to finish this. Delicious. The chill of winter calls for a beer with extra flavor and strength. An abundance of carefully roasted malts creates notes of caramel and chocolate with Chinook and Mount Hood hops contribute a spicy quality for balance and a clean finish. It's an ABV of 7.10 and an IBU of 22. They are, I think, very good. (laughs) It'll be interesting having this after Great Lakes. So Breckenridge... I believe the original Breckenridge is actually in Colorado. Okay. So, but, ready? Here we go. Here's the reveal. That's pretty close. That is. A little bit darker. Yeah. It's just slightly, almost more of a walnut. Mm, That's beautiful. Yeah. Almost more. Yeah, that's definitely more of a walnut. Holy cow. A little bit more of a head. Yeah, a little more head. I would say the the Great Lakes is definitely a little bit more on the nutmeg color side. This looks like a walnut if you look through it. Yeah. So, so before I even take a sip, traditionally, this is probably my favorite Christmas ale. Okay. okay. If that's even okay to say after Great Lakes. Love Great Lakes. Oh, yeah. But this has always been my favorite Christmas ale. All right. This is a very good one. I would love to put this up against 12 Dogs. Mm. Because 12 Dogs is another one. For those who don't know, 12 Dogs has one of the original brewers of Great Lakes. And they came down and started 12 Dogs Christmas Ale. Fascinating. Yes. So there's some history between Great Lakes and 12 Dogs. Yeah, there's a lot of that here in Cleveland. It's, yeah. It's like, you know, <laughs> your, your students leaving their senseis to go fight with another kung fu master or something like that, you know? Yeah. That's some history there, too. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, so. The Definitely n- a different smell. The nose is way different. That's, uh, it has a spicier smell. Like I don't, I don't get nutmeg. No, I'm getting I'm getting zero nutmeg right now. Chocolate. I smell chocolate. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that. Almost like a slight hint of raspberry or something. Yeah, yeah. It has, there's definitely a deep, little more body. I think too. I see a little more body on mm. this one. Dark chocolate and maybe a, just a hint of raisin on okay. the top of it. Yeah, there's there's some type of sweetness on top. Yeah. But it's subtle. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I, I'm getting that on the flavor, too. Yeah. It, again, I'm getting uh, like a dark chocolate. I'm getting some pine. 
Mm. You taste pine? Like a slight hint of pine. Like I, I think I think we are gonna get a little bit of pine off of that after Great Lakes because there's no pine in Great Lakes at all. Okay. It it almost tastes the way it looks on the bottle. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. This tastes different. I usually get their Interesting. Their uh Christmas ale in a keg. They sell it in kegs too at certain stores. Okay. Okay. It's uh it's about this big. Okay. Um, and it tastes slightly different. Really? Yeah. Okay. The body is, I'm almost getting even a little more of a walnut flavor, to be honest. It's almost like dark chocolate and walnut. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's it's more complex than Great Lakes. You mm. really, uh, great when you taste Great Lakes, it's like, man, that's a great Christmas ale. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, right on the top of Great Lakes, you have honey, cinnamon, yeah. nutmeg. Yeah. <laughs> this one really makes you stop and think about old St. Nick. <laughs> yeah, the ah, man, it's it's hard to pin down. There is definitely a complexity to it. There is. And I, again, I at the very forefront, I get that pine. I could see this being a uh, a Christmas ale for people who also enjoy IPAs. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Because there is a a sharpness to it. That is not inside of the Great Lakes. Mm-hmm. But if you don't like IPAs, it's not very hoppy. No, it's not all. hoppy really at all. Actually, <clears throat> I would say it's almost a little bit less hoppy. Yeah. Because if you look at it, like, it, again, IBU of 22, IBU of 30. So technically the hoppy is a little higher on Christmas ale. Yeah. But I'm getting a little more pine on mm-hmm. this one. Yeah. So, yeah. Delicious. Yeah, I, I love the nettiness factor. Yeah. So Breckenridge. Awesome. Always. <laughs> always, always. Every year. One of my favorites that they put out is their vanilla porter. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. beautiful. You mix that vanilla porter with a uh, Kentucky bourbon ale. It's called the Queen's Velvet. <laughs> it's an amazing beer. Or or a quote-unquote peanut butter and jelly type yeah. beer. Yeah. Back when uh, R.I.P. Willoughby Brewery, back when they were still around, they had a beautiful peanut butter and jelly beer. Yeah, the best one you would, probably. Because you combined their uh, their peanut butter with their raspberry, and it was just, oh, so good. So good. Yep. That was the first beer we featured on this podcast. Dude, yes. Back in 2016. Absolutely. Wow. And it was fantastic. That's back <laughs> when Obama was president, right? Yeah. <laughs> Again, R.I.P. Willoughby Brewery. You're in a better place. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's really cool, though? If we go down, so if we reflect upon some of our awesome achievements as a podcast, because seriously, we've had some really cool things happen to us. Yeah. I mean, we've been blessed as a podcast. <clears throat> um we are a faith-based podcast, and and yes, you agnostics have faith, too. <laughs> George. <laughs> George, you're with us in spirit. Um, we've had some great guests with us. Um, for those who remember, we've had uh, you know Dr. Michael Heiser, who helps translate Bibles and Semitic languages and culture, and the guy is just an encyclopedia of the Middle East. You know what? The Michael Heiser. I feel like if he's not here and we say his name, we need to have a two-second moment of silence just for, for the reverence of the man. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, he's that. That's where he's Iconic. At. Yeah, absolutely. Really he's absolutely iconic. And please, everybody, say a prayer for him because he is going through um, his uh, his chemotherapy uh, for his cancer and stuff. So, So if you're listening to this podcast, please say a prayer for Dr. Michael Heiser. Yeah, as he's sure. going through his struggles. And if you get a chance, uh, a donation. Uh, I know Logos recently did one. Um, and if you if you get a chance, yeah, donate to his family because obviously um, there's expenses that go along with, uh, with chemotherapy. Okay. So Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, we've had uh, Brian Gadawa on. We're going to feature him again <laughs> very soon. Uh we coined the phrase the Godawa verse because that man has an 
awesome universe that he has built in his books, which are a blast and a ton of fun. If you have not read through the Nephilim Chronicles and through his new apocalypse, fantastic books. They're a total blast. And just like a true universe, kind of like you have like the MCU and the DC universe, in his universe, you do have different iconic spiritual entities that play all throughout his books and storylines. So I really suggest you check out Brian Gadala and his different book series. They're a lot of fun. Do you think his book series could ever become like a film series? I would love to see it as a film series. Like a Lord of the Rings thing or something like that? That would be fun, wouldn't it? Like It'd be a waste of film if it didn't. Yeah. Because there's so much in his books. I could just see people getting like totally into it. I mean, think about it. You have everything from, I mean, first off, you have these iconic characters from the Bible, right? You have Enoch, you have Noah, all the way up to Jesus himself. Mm-hmm. But on top of that, in the background, you have, and I love, <laughs> I love the, the conversations the, and the, the repartee between the different angels. Because all throughout the series, you have like Michael and Gabriel and Uriel and Raphael. And, and their, yeah, their banter back and forth is hilarious. I mean, their banter, I find, I, I literally laugh out loud when I'm reading his books. You'd have to definitely find the right person to do it, though. Yeah. Because there's so much in the books. Yeah. The research, I mean, they have, there's so much research in the books that the research has their own books. Yeah. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. So, hands down, I would love to see his series turn into a a robust Christian universe. And I could see somebody like... Even even like a, a Mel Gibson, because he did do Passion of the Christ. So I could see somebody like him. Um, there are a few others that, that, that could put that faith-based perspective on it and bring it out. Hey, we just put it out there, Aaron. You never know. 2022? <laughs> you never know. You never know. I mean, what? Stranger things have happened yeah. in the past. Yeah. That'd be awesome to see that under Icon. That would be phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, Mel Gibson has the kind of mind that I think could probably pair. Yeah, and and the going <clears throat> power. Yep. I mean, kind of like Dave Chappelle, he's somebody who will not be canceled, right? Mm-mm. No, <laughs> mm-mm. absolutely not. No, because yeah. people like that, I mean, they they know who they are. Yeah. Yeah. And so the the more criticism that comes, the more resolute they are in their faith. Absolutely. So yeah, hats off to them. Yeah. But yes, I'd love to see Brian Gadawa's books. Go to film. That'd be incredible. That'd be phenomenal. Yeah, because yeah. one of his uh, stories did go to film. What What was it again? Well, Passion of the Christ did. No, no, then, no. Um, Brian Brian Goodell. Oh, was... Brian Goodell. Uh, so he had. Um, so first off, he's been involved in a ton of indie projects. Yeah. So that... thinking of the big one though, there was one big one. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I can't think of the name of it right now. <laughs> um, it was uh... the war to end all. Was it that one? The War to End All Wars? Uh, it was To End All Wars. Okay. All right. Yeah, with Kiefer Sutherland. Yes. All right. Yeah, to End All, all right. Wars. Yeah. <clears throat> See, Which so. won Academy Awards. It could so, happen. It could happen. Yeah. As a, as a screenwriter, and that's hard. It's actually hard to win awards as a screenwriter. And the fact that he was able to walk away mm. as a screenwriter with an Academy Award is yep. phenomenal. Yeah. So, yeah. What a so, mind. So, hats mind. off to Brian Godawa. Yep. <laughs> um, we had David Burnett on. He is a uh, he's, he's a phenomenal theological writer, um, featured on SBL. In fact, he had, I don't know if you know this, this year they- Featured actually, on what? What'd you say? Uh, SBL. Okay. Yeah. Um, they, um, they had him write three papers for SBL this year. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So- um, Obviously, he loves his his politics. If you follow him on social media, uh, <laughs> but he's uh, yeah, he's very prominent, and he's uh, becoming a very very good uh, scholar. And so, if you dive into theological papers, he's definitely one to follow. So so dive into his papers if you get a chance. Um, on top of that, speaking of theological papers, mm. Michael O'Neill. 
the Miracle Hunter himself, featured on a full issue of National Geographic, graced an episode with us. Wow. Yeah. So he was he did the Marian Apparitions. I remember. remember. A year and a half ago. Yeah. Yeah. So he took time out of his day, which we really appreciated, and uh, we brought him on, and he went over the evidence for Marian Apparitions. We could go over that again. Absolutely. Because there are a lot of Marin apparitions. A year before that, actually, I had uh, Father Brown on, my, my, my priest. <clears throat> and we went over five apparitions. And just those five alone, which took me 20 hours of research, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> took I'd, us two hours to explain. I'd love to unpack some of the prophetic stuff for sure. Yeah. Yeah, there's a few of those, like Our Lady of Guadalupe. We could spend an entire episode on that one alone. So uh, Father Donald Calloway was a great guest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you remember, he's the surfer priest. I do remember. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we brought him out, and uh, the guy is a lot of fun. When a priest calls you dude, you know you're having a good time. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to be all right. You don't have to confess everything. <laughs> Fun story, though. If you don't know who he is and you haven't listened to that episode, make sure you go back and listen to Donald, Donald Father <laughs> Father Donald Calloway. Um, he was a lot of fun. Huge, huge life. Um, his life should definitely be turned to a movie itself. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You know who I enjoyed? Uh, who was the last guy we brought on? Uh, no, from Canada, who loves his own uh, type oh, of... Oh, Falk. Yes. Yes, yes. Sorry, man. My brain is just... Maybe it's the beer. Yeah. He was incredible, man. He's amazing, yeah. Egyptologist. Yeah, he just totally ripped apart... Uh... Patterns of evidence. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That was phenomenal. I mean, his mind... Just when Lord. I thought I understood it. <laughs> right? We're like, oh, patterns of evidence. Great film. Good stuff. Nope. Not true. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, he was fantastic. We will be bringing him back on again. He has promised to bring us to, to come back on. We're going to bring him back on. The guy is so much fun. Uh, yeah, and he's just a wealth of knowledge. It's yeah. it's actually ridiculous. It's scary. Yeah. Scary good. Like, right. scary good. <laughs> Looking forward to that. Like a lot of guys, I'll try to pretend to be smart, but not with him. Right? <laughs> I'm just hanging on, buddy. Right? Yeah, we've we've had some really good guests. Up. Not all of them liked us, though, because if you remember, we had Captain Deadpool on, and he and I went head to head hard. <laughs> that was a lot of fun, though. It was a lot of fun. It was yeah. a lot of fun. Didn't quite go as George had hoped, I think, I think by so. the end of it. <laughs> that, I mean, that's what we do here, though, right? Yeah, absolutely. We turn yeah. things on their head. Yeah, and, and we allow for other people to, you know, have a, a safe space to express themselves in their viewpoints. Absolutely. That's and what, talk about it. That's what makes us a really good interfaith podcast, <clears throat> because people need to know that it's okay that you don't think like we think. Yeah, absolutely. And and that um, the way to move forward with any kind of type of reconciliation is through dialogue. Yes. You got to have dialogue. And if, if you're not willing to have an open heart and understanding, which I thought was a prerequisite of our faith, <laughs> <laughs> how can we have progress forward, you know, in yeah. reconciliation? So yeah, that it, it, it was tough, but I, I think we... Uh, Ended that podcast pretty good. Yeah. I remember him saying on that podcast, he's like, you know, I wasn't expecting that from you guys. <laughs> and yeah. I thought, you know, that's probably the greatest compliment we could ever get because it wasn't like, hey, you guys are judging me. You're not hearing anything that I'm saying. It's like, you know. Yeah. Hands I, down. Yeah. I think at one point we were like, you know, that's a fair concern. That's yeah. fair. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I I, I really appreciated that episode. Funny story about that one. So I didn't feel good that day. 
I had a huge headache. I didn't know that. Wow. Yes. I had a huge headache that day. The previous day I had a heavy workload and so I was tired and I'm thinking, oh, I'm, this is going to suck so bad. <laughs> but it turned out being a really good episode. Yeah, it, it really did. <laughs> yeah. I remember George was like ready to rip us to shreds. He had, <laughs> he had his papers lined up. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> He may have actually read the Bible that week, <laughs> but yeah, what a great, what a great episode that was. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, bringing up unexpected people in our podcasts, uh, Swan Sona, <laughs> if you remember, he's an up and coming voice, uh, on the Catholic side mm. did not expect him to be as, as deep as he was because if you remember, he's just this. This he's he's not a priest yet. I understand he is going through theolog- theological training and stuff now. But um, what's really interesting is that he is somebody who was a layperson on the fundamentalist side. Yeah, who through history and theology went to the depths of Catholicism, Orthodox Catholicism. And has become a really good apologist for it. Yeah, he is no sloucher no. at all. No. That's that another least. dude I was like, all right, there's a little bit in me that's a bit intimidated by <laughs> right. this dude's knowledge, man. Right? <laughs> so, yeah. And, but what a great heart, though, he had. Yeah. So I, I did appreciate that. Yeah, because everything that came from him was definitely heartfelt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was definitely yeah. heartfelt. But on point. On point, too. So on point. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, that was fun. You need to cross your eyes or cross your T's and dot your eyes with him for sure. <laughs> right, that was fun. Um, kind of a laid back episode that I really enjoyed was having Ohio history on with William oh, Crashy. Remember, we brought him on. Yeah, Frank, the Franklin Castle episode. That was a fun episode. That man. was a great episode. That was fascinating. I went back to that up it. Ashamed to say, I don't often go back and listen to our episodes that often. Right. Once, you know, once we do it and once I edit it, <laughs> right? it's like, I want to just archive it. But um, that one I went back to because of all the cool stories he was telling. I had no idea. That's, that's some real stuff in that house, man. Yeah, not Franklin's only in house. that house, but his mind just... He's a historian. Oh, my Lord. He's a Cleveland historian. I had no idea the history yeah. that sat inside of Ohio. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you name a street corner and he had a history for it. Yeah. It was phenomenal. You know which part I remember specifically about that episode is when he said he was a little child riding with his dad in a car in front of Franklin's castle. <laughs> and he asked his dad, what was that house, dad? <clears throat> and he's like, oh, don't worry. They, you know, they say this, this and that about the house. <laughs> and his little mind, he said, thought. And he said, one day, dad, I'm going to live in that house. Right. And his dad just brushed it off like, okay, son. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he lives there. Yeah. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. It's incredible what truth manifests itself when you just say it sometimes. I'm telling you. It's it. Yeah. But some of the stories about that house, man. He's told me a few that just blew my mind. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's something else. Was George here for that episode? No, no. But the cool thing is, is that he asked us to come out and do an episode with him in Putin Bay because he does the hood, the Putin Bay uh, haunted tour. Mm, okay. So we have an open invitation as a podcast to go out and do a tour. That'd be really cool. Yeah. It, it to experience the supernatural in any sense that that'd be really cool. Yeah. 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 Which again is why I really enjoyed Reg Rahaba so much when he brought up the Eucharistic miracles. Mm. <laughs> the fact that you have wafers that turn to human flesh and can be identified through their DNA through time, 800 years apart, that's just mind blowing. That science has actually verified that. Yeah. Yeah. There's not much you can argue against that. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's just something that, uh, yeah, yeah. Again, mind blown. 
I feel like George is never here for those ones that he's offered. never here for those ones. And every time he says, well, I don't believe it because of there's no science. And if there's anyone new listening, I mean, just I, I mean, our resident atheist or agnostic on our podcast who never seems to be quite around for our concrete evidence that that we offer. But um, man, there's been some great ones. There's been some great ones. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Verified through peer-reviewed research. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, but there's also been a couple of, of fun political ones too, because uh, if you remember, we brought Stephanie Kilau on for our early episodes on vegetarianism. Mm, you said fun and political. That's an oxymoron. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember that one. Yeah. Yeah. She was really good at exposing the problems that we have in society for health. Mm. You know, and when, when she dug down deep into what factory farming is and how much it affects all these different communities in America. Yeah. Sometimes you say things too, and you don't realize what you might be speaking to in the future. I mean, cause you know, that was when, when did she come on? That was 2018, I think. 2018. Yeah. I mean, like, and you know, the things that she said and spoke up and brought up and all the facts that she laid out then couldn't be more, any more relevant than it, oh than it needs to be today. Lord, you're not kidding. Yeah. I believe as a recently a certain Bill Gates bought up, I don't know how much farmland. Yes. What in the world does that man need with farmland? <laughs> Bill Gates, China. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's like, why do you have all these people buying up farmland? Putting small farms, by the way, out of business. Crushing them. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. No, I know. Yeah. We won't get too political tonight, but I do remember that episode. Yeah. No, and that, That's going to be for Bible Overbrew's news in the future. Some of those statistics were just <laughs> gut-wrenching, man. Yeah. Really, really gut-wrenching, man. Yeah, absolutely. So, again, we've had some phenomenal guests on who are on some of our top-rated episodes, and... We ask you to keep supporting us on this so we can keep pulling in these phenomenal guests yeah. and bringing this fantastic information forward. Who was the clean house, dude? Do you remember that? Doug Overmeyer. That was Doug Overmeyer. Um, that was one of my favorite episodes. Yeah. Yeah. That was a really fun episode. And I'm putting my bias aside because I believe he was Pentecostal, right? Well, he is he's evangelical. Yeah. I don't know if he's Pentecostal, but he's okay. e- but he's right. evangelical. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. kind of the same way of thinking, but yeah. uh man, what he's very really... balanced though. He's very he very balanced because he supports both sides. He supports the evangelical side and he supports the Catholic side. Yeah. So he's very very balanced in his approach. So he might not be evangelical then. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. what a cool episode that was, man. Yes. Talking about the stuff that he did and cleaning out houses, spiritually speaking, and what that meant and what that entailed. Well, if you remember, inside a lamp in his stories, there was a, a cursed jewelry, right? A cool, a cursed ring they found inside of a lamp that was causing all these manifestations. That's literally like a supernatural type of shit, man. Yes. Like from Sam and Dean from, you know, yeah. supernatural. Everyone I'm sure has ever heard of it, but that type of stuff that they did, people actually do it. Yeah. In the real world yes, within the church. Do. Yes, they do. And they look for that stuff, investigate that stuff. And they say, yeah, you know, it's not what you're thinking it is. It's, you got a bad furnace. It's making those noises, right? <laughs> it could be that, right? <laughs> right. But then in those certain cases, like in that case with the lamp, it's like, no, yeah, that lamp was cursed and we can prove it to you and show you. And they got rid of it. Yeah. Everything went away. Yeah. Well, they found the ring, right? They found the cursed ring inside the lamp. That's phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. I remember my hair is just standing up at a couple points and I'm like, this is crazy, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want it to be real, but then when it's real in that way, it's scary. It's a whole other ball game, man. I'm yeah. telling you. It, it really makes you. you question and see, all right, how deep is your faith? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we did do some great accomplishments over this year alone, right? So there's actually six countries that we were able to broadcast to for the first time, like ever, 
So that was really cool. The fact that um, now we're prevalent across Canada, the Netherlands, Honduras, India. We actually broadcast in 14 countries right now. So we're growing year over year. And we have more and more listenership across all 14 of those countries. Six of those were from this year alone. So wow, that's really cool. That does kind of baffle me sometimes. <laughs> right. I'd look over the analytics. I'm like, I remember telling my wife, I'm like, hey, do you know someone's listening to us in Belgium? Yeah. And that is, that's one of the countries. Right. Or <laughs> Saudi Arabia or wherever it's coming from. I'm like, that's amazing. Yeah. So, and mm-hmm. so to all those people out there, we definitely appreciate it. For Thank sure. you so much. Yeah. I mean, this year alone, our hours grew 335%. Yeah. Yeah. We had over 1800 hours of content that we were able to upload because of you listeners. Yeah. And if you feel connected because of what we do and what we talk about, then, you know, it doesn't matter how many numbers there are or how many listeners we'll keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Our, our streams went up 200%. Our followers grew by 136%. I mean, 100% of our listenership plus went up over this last year. Wow. Yeah, so we truly appreciate everything that everybody is doing out there for us. And we will continue to do this for you. Yeah, especially in light of the past two weirdness of the last two years in our world, (laughs) man. I think it's that much more important to stay consistent. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So moving forward... We'll be spread across three podcasts just to bring you extra content, more content, more robust content. Mm-hmm. And we're here for you. Yeah. Not because we like beer. No. <laughs> okay, maybe a little. But bit. if you want to send us beer or a donation, absolutely. We'll gladly take it. Show up to us on all of our social media profiles. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Right now, if you're watching us live stream, that's on Twitch, right? So we're truly spreading across every platform that you can find us on. Please help continue to support us so we can bring you awesome content and so much more over this next year. Like we're growing hands over feet across this whole next year. And we're looking forward to it. Yeah, we're going to grow with you. Last words, Gumby? There's nothing taboo over brew. Love everybody out there. Looking forward to talking to you soon. Godspeed. Peace.